Oh. <laughs> We're live, surprised. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, I know a lot of our friends are going to be listening in to Spotify and Apple. I just want to say, uh, please make sure to watch this again on YouTube because our amazing friend Ernest has some really, really good slides for us. So, Without further ado, I want to introduce you to Ernest Epps, uh, a wonderful friend and uh, just a really brilliant marketer. So Ernest, thanks so much for joining us live today. Hey. <laughs> hello, hello, can you guys hear me? Test, test. You know what? Let me. Uh, I just turned off my uh, camera there. That way we could just see the slides. Is that better? Oh, that's that's actually I'm gonna add your slides to the screen, and I'll do the same with my camera because the slides are the most important. So I will <laughs> let you start, and I apologize to everyone. The internet connections are on me today, so Ernest has everything ready to to go. So uh, I'll let you start, and then at the end, uh, when the connection is better, we'll take some great questions from everyone. Awesome sauce. Well, let me go ahead and uh, switch the slides over here. Hopefully you guys actually know it. Let me move this over here just in case there's some questions that come in. I got a couple monitors set up, a little fancy. <laughs> All right. So let me go ahead and swap. Okay, cool. So you guys should be good to see everything. Awesome. So here's the scoop. First and foremost, um, you know, thank you guys for being here. Uh, I'm super duper excited to uh, to be sharing with you guys just, you know, all the wonderful things about, you know, how to be able to launch your Google ads successfully and uh, ultimately be able to scale quickly, right? Uh, which is super important in terms of being able to, you know, get that success and then get it big, right? Uh, so again, my name is Ernest Epps, and uh, I'm also the CEO of High Ticket Ecom Secrets and Ernest Associates, uh, where we just, uh, you know, help people crush it online, right? But let's get into like the meat of today's conversation, uh, which is, you know, has anyone ever felt like this? I mean, uh, and if you're listening to this on, you know, uh, the other just audio feed, what I have on my screen here is a, a photo of a dog, you know, sitting in front of a laptop, just totally confused, right? Um, you know, just figuring out like how to run ads. Like, has anyone ever felt like this before? Um, personally, I know I felt very confused. I mean, when I started uh, my first online store uh, selling products on the internet, um, everything was confusing, right? Especially Google ads. And uh, just like the dog here on the screen, I was like, I have no idea what the heck I'm doing. Like, you know, when I was, I was fired up, I was excited, right? <laughs> but, you know, if you guys ever felt like this, we're going to make it really simple to show you guys how to be able to launch these Google ads, especially on the shopping network and put yourself in a position to win, right? Um, and here's the thing, right? So this particular strategy I'm going to share with you is a Google Cannon strategy. Now, I'm not, you know, condoning uh, any type of, uh, you know, violence or nothing like that. And, you know, there was like Canon, like, oh my gosh, that sounds like it's going to hurt someone. But no, uh, you know, the thing is, is that specifically like the, the weaponry of like the Canon, when that rolled out, uh, specifically during World War One, like it was a game changer, right? So this strategy I'm going to share with you guys is a game changer to help put you guys in a position to win, right? Um, and on my screen here, I have a, uh, a quote from Mr. Wonderful, where he says, um, you know, business is war. Like he says, I want to go out there and I want to kill the competitors. I want their lives to be miserable. I want to steal their market share and I want them to fear me. Right. Uh, and I want everyone on my team to know and think that we're going to win. Right. So this particular strategy is going to help put you in a position to win. Right. Uh, and in particular, be able to crush it on the shopping network uh, running ads. Right. And here's the thing. When I was able to really discover how this process worked, I was able to scale to my first 100K in business. So this is something that you guys are going to really be able to scale up. And now I have sales coming in consistently that look like this, you know, $5,400 or 800 $2,700, you know, $82, 200 500 500 right? Like coming in every single day regularly as a result of mastering this process. Now, here's the thing. I know a couple of people, especially a little bit more savvy or people that get into marketing are like, 
okay, Ernest, this is great. Like, but man, that seems like, you know, in order to make a hundred thousand dollars, I got to spend a ton of money. Right. So let me show you what happens when like you really start to uh, learn this process, you start to master it and put yourself in a position to win. Um, so we're going to cover three core things, right? Like what do advertising costs actually look like uh, with Google ads? Like what do CPAs like cost per acquisitions look like uh, when running this Google campaign strategy? And uh, also what can your AOVs look like uh, when running Google ads? Right. So let's take a, uh, look into my uh, back office here, right? Uh, this is in my Google Ads account. Um, I just kind of pulled this from there, and you can see specifically during this time period, I spent about hundred and ninety-eight dollars uh, in total ad spend, right? Like that hundred ninety-eight dollars got me in front of almost two hundred thousand people, right? Um, and so you can see here my cost per acquisition. So cost per conversions, cost per acquisition is thirty-three dollars and five cent, right? So check this out. My average order value, right? So every time I spent thirty-three dollars, I was able to bring in a sale of over a thousand dollars, right? Crazy, crazy. I spent thirty-three, brought in the sale for a thousand, right? So that's the type of stuff that you're able to uh, to do. Like once this stuff is getting locked and loaded, right? And that's the beauty about the power of Google. And I'm going to share with you guys specifically how to be able to put yourself in a position to be able to emulate and duplicate those type of results so uh if you haven't grabbed the pen and pad now if you're driving listen to this i don't recommend that you write and drive that's not good uh just pull over to the side or stop at your next destination take some good notes um but for those of you that are in a place you know isolated definitely grab a pen and pad and i promise you you're going to be super happy to on all the things that we're going to cover and real quick if you have no idea who i am just a little bit about myself really quick Personally, for me, Google Ads literally saved my family and saved my life, right? So that's me and my four boys and my uh, amazing wifey uh, at Disney World. And, you know, the thing is, let me explain what I mean by that, right? Uh, specifically, I started back in 2015. So I've been doing this for almost uh, seven years now, right? It's uh, middle of 2021, uh, heading into, um, you know, uh, forever. Like, you know, it's going to be, I'm be running Google Ads for forever, right? But long story short, like at this period, right? I was uh, I was on the verge of bankruptcy. I was I went through two years of depression, just trying to figure out what the heck to do to my life. Um, and you know, when I first launched my first campaign, this is how crazy it is, and just how powerful Google is. Because when I lost my when I launched my first campaign, I lost all three of my vehicles like immediately. It was like life was just coming to like destroy me all at one time, right? It was like one after another after another, and it was so crazy. Um, but because of the power of Google. Uh, I was able to drive highly targeted traffic to my website, and that was just leveraging a $5 a day budget, right? Um, and as a result of the ads that I was running, and because I stayed patient in the process, uh, I was able to get a new car during this period, and I was able to get and scale my first e-com store that's now done uh, well over a million dollars. It's done millions of dollars uh, strategically running ads on the shopping network, right? Um, and so again, this is just kind of a snapshot of when that occurred um you know i launched back in uh september uh 2019 so or excuse me 2015 and yeah i was able to scale things up uh very quickly right um so here's the scoop right my promise to you today is i'm, I'm going to show you guys how to be able to set up these google ad campaigns to bring in highly targeted traffic uh which allows me to make sales of three thousand dollars plus per day without even having to log into my computer which is really cool because you can you can really semi-automate the process of this so the pro process that I use is actually pretty simple, right? Um, number one, we got to create a feed to send in our product information from our website into what's called Google Merchant Center. Once it's inside of there, everything will get crawled and indexed. And then uh, you got to move towards uh, enabling uh, what's called the power switches, right? These are different things and mechanisms when you turn something on and turn it off um it basically it's your way of talking to the system and telling google what you want to do so i'm gonna tell you guys what those are and then also most importantly is how to be able to create these campaigns right super duper important uh and then segmenting and then submitting strategies to put you guys in a position to win right and again like this specific strategy works 24 7 24 hours a day seven days a week without me having to you know babysit the campaigns uh and it will allow you to consistently drive highly targeted traffic complete opposite of what i know most of you guys dealing with facebook world instagram world influencer marketing stuff like that it's really crazy over there right but google is a lot less stressful uh so 
Again, our agenda for today, we're going to cover how to be able to set up these shopping campaigns specifically inside of Google Ads. Uh, then I'm going to show you guys how to turn on the power switches and then also potentially turn off some things too um, to be able to drive highly targeted traffic to your website quickly. Um, and then also how to be able to set up the right campaigns within your ad account to make sure that you get results fast for your products, right? And at the end, I got a special little surprise for you guys. Um, but let's go ahead and roll up our sleeves. If you're wearing sleeves, let's roll them up. If you're not wearing sleeves, it's all good. Let's go ahead and dive in, baby. <laughs> so again, uh, this is just a little snapshot of Google Ads here. But here's the thing. Let's cover these couple quick topics in terms of like what makes Google Ads great, uh, what makes this Canon strategy great? And then obviously like our goal, right? So specifically, uh, and the beauty about Google ads is, especially if you're someone that's never ran ads on the shopping network, uh, you might consider it potentially stressful. You're like, oh my gosh, this is a new platform. But here's the scoop, right? And this is why I love the shopping network over any other platform uh, for running ads is because your ads only get triggered for one of two things, right? Like seriously. The only time your products get triggered are either A or, or one, like consumers are looking for exactly what you sell uh, on your e-commerce store, or two, they're looking for something extremely related to your products on your e-commerce store. Those are the only two reasons that your ads get triggered, right? So you don't have to ever be overly concerned about you know getting in front of the wrong prospect or getting in front of someone that's like completely out of pocket, right? Complete peace of mind. And the beauty about this is that we can get Google to go out and find us like the qualified traffic, right? So by, by Google focusing on those two core components, it then puts the algorithm in a position to only go search for those type of people, right? And now we can actually push the algorithm to send us more highly targeted traffic quickly, especially when you guys get the segmentation and breaking out the products into their single campaigns uh, that will put you in a position for long-term success and way better results, right? So inevitably, if you've ever seen anything like a, a funnel before, uh, this is something that you're, you're familiar with. If you don't know what a funnel is, basically it's just a systematic sales process that consumers go through, right? And people that are just starting the buying process of potentially buying something is are going to be people that's more at the top of the funnel, right? So those are people that they're aware that they want to get something. And ultimately, your goal is to get people that want to take action, right? Like people that want to buy. Uh, so essentially, like it says, our goal is to market to people that's at the bottom of the funnel, right? Like everyone wants to get the people at the bottom of the funnel. Well, where can you get to those people at? Like really, you can get to them super quickly um, on the shopping network, right? And so ultimately, that's your primary objective is with any business, right? You want to get in front of someone that's ready to swipe their credit card, that's ready to hand you that money, right? Um, and so that's our ultimate goal. And that's what uh, we're going to be able to do when we structure these campaigns the way that we do all right and along with that the other thing in terms of from a management perspective i would highly recommend that you write these things down because these are the main two ways that you uh manage your campaigns on the shopping network again there's a lot of different ways that you could do it but if you can master these two uh competencies i promise you you'll be in a really really good position all right so number one is going to be your campaign priority and then number two is going to be negative keywords now don't worry i'm going to come back to these later and address how that is how that works but just know that those are the two main ways that you manage your campaigns all right now when i first said data feed and creation i know i probably lost someone someone's probably like what in the world like i gotta create a feed i gotta program something like oh my gosh that sounds intimidating <laughs> so here's the thing you don't have to make this uh complicated <laughs> or intimidating right um, and the beauty about uh, what I'm about to share with you uh, specifically now, if you don't run a store on the shopping network, um, you might, uh, you know, have to go through a different route. I'm going to share an application with you guys. This can help make this real easy. But uh, there's also like a ton of tools constantly being created to help semi-automate this. Now, I know there's a bunch of people here that want to work smarter, not harder. Right. So let me give you guys a shortcut. So for those of you that are using Shopify, right, which is an online platform to build a online store, there's an app by the name of Symprosis, okay? It's called Google Shopping Feed by Symprosis, right? Because I know y'all want to work smarter and not harder. So <laughs> what Symprosis will do, it will actually pull all your product data, organize it in all the different categories and columns and stuff like that that Google requires for uh basically compliancy in order to get your products approved inside a merchant center and boom like you're good to go um 
not super complicated. And if you need to, you can reach out to their team. And for someone wondering, no, I'm not affiliated with their brand or their company or anything like that. Um, personally, I just love that application because it, as you can see, like literally it's all automated, right? Uh, now, if you don't, uh, again, use Shopify. I'm not sure if Simprosis at this point has made a point to uh, help out with other platforms like Magento or uh, WooCommerce, BigCommerce, any of those other platforms. Uh, but, you know, there is a way for you to be able to create a feed manually. Literally, you can just go to Google and type in Google Shopping Feed um, and then look at their resources and then you can be able to follow that process. But again, uh, for those of us that's using Shopify, there's an application that will automate the process for you, right? So secondly, in order to, you know, sync everything together to get it to communicate, you need what's called a Merchant Center account. Uh, that's free. All you do is literally go to Google, type in Merchant Center account, you can set it up, takes 30 seconds, um, and boom, you're good to go, right? And then lastly, you're going to need to get, create a Google Ads account. And once again, that's something that's free too. And I'm going to show you guys all this stuff. I'm just kind of walking you through it from a mental perspective. And then I'm going to show you guys the different accounts and what they look like. So um, the Simprosis app, this is what it looks like on the inside, right? So once you get it set up, um, you'll be able to see like basically like the same process here. And then once you connect it to your store, um, just like it says here, like the first time you connect it, it says it's going to take about eight to 10 hours just for your data to show up in your merchant center, right? So that's 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 process one. After that, typically it's going to take about four to 10 hours on average for your products to just show up inside a merchant center. Because again, like I mentioned earlier, what's going to need to happen is once they get submitted into merchant center, they got to get crawled, indexed and approved. Okay. And so I'm going to show you what that looks like. Right. So this is inside a merchant center. So um, this particular store that I have, like I got over 10,000 products that are on it. Um, and you can see here. So as things start to get synced up, you see how this graph like shot up right here. So this is a period where we uh, kind of added a lot of products to our store. And then, you know, obviously we kind of reached new heights. But you can see here some products are disapproved. Some are expiring in the sense of like, hey, they've been kind of waiting for the information, but I haven't provided it. So they might be um, getting removed or they could be a process of, of pending, too, as well. Um, which you can see here that'll be orange and then also the ones that are actually active, right? So uh, again, the merchant center is going to tell you all that information and then there's going to be little objectives in terms of like uh, things underneath this little area right here that tells you what's disapproved, why it's disapproved. And then you could go back here and fix that stuff, right? Uh, and then also again, your Google ads account, once you log in, uh, in the top right-hand corner, there's going to be like a little number that you get and that number you just plug into your Google merchant center which then also gets plugged into the Simprosis app and you're good to go, okay? So the other thing, all right, I must address this now. I love, love, love my affiliate marketers, right? Love you guys. But uh, in some instances, compliance is one of the things <laughs> that some people try to avoid. What was that, Anna? I said that we love you, you too. Yeah, Absolutely. and I just want to really quick note because I know I have we have so many friends listening into you know Apple or Spotify and I really really want you guys to come back later tonight with your notebooks open this up on YouTube because the slides are impeccable so thank you so much for that yeah not not a problem it's a lot of information right like it's it's a simple simple process to do some of these things but you know uh like 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 she said like uh she, i'd highly recommend it too because we're covering a lot of stuff <laughs> so again compliancy right so if you're just listening in uh just a couple core things that you need to make sure is like your shipping policy is clearly displayed on your uh on your store your return policy is clearly displayed your contact us page is tightened up with like an action now here's the thing it can't be like fake phone numbers or nothing like that nothing fugazi okay like it has to be legitimate numbers if someone dialed it because google will do this they will actually auto dial your number to see if it's real um it has to be a real functioning working phone number okay uh tons of different companies where you can get one that can cost anywhere from 10 to 20 dollars a month uh a business email is also super important make sure that you have that make sure it's on your contact us page um and then also make sure all your product details are completely filled out like don't go don't skip and just put a title in a photo and just a price okay like make sure that you got your product types in there you got your vendors listed uh for who your supplier is the SKU numbers barcodes 
full product description, the whole shebang, right? Like if Google's, and that's the beauty about the shopping network because Google's going to send us super duper qualified traffic, but they also want to make sure that they're getting legitimate businesses in front of, uh, you know, all their, you know, audience and people that are really looking to spend money. Okay. Um, and then, you know, make sure that your other policies and stuff like your terms of service agreement, your privacy policy, all that good stuff. So again, jot all this stuff down. Um, if you're brand new to getting everything launched, uh, because it's going to be super important. Now, uh, along with that, now we got, we got, we got the, we, the, the, I guess you could say, uh, labor is kind of like, oh my gosh, just this, like simple stuff out of the way. Now let's get to the fun part, right? So once you get inside your campaigns, you got to be aware of these power switches, right? And I segment this outside of the campaigns because I want you guys to really understand this once you get in there, right? Because we're going to go through that aspect. The first power switch is called campaign priority, right? So what this does is it rotates the power and the ability for you to tell Google which campaign to look at first, right? So essentially when you select high, that tells Google, hey, with all these campaigns in my account that's running, with all these different things happening, which campaign do you want me to look at first? That's what this tells Google. And when you select high, high tells them to look at that first. Medium says, look at this uh, second. Low says, look at this last. Okay, so super duper important, uh, especially as you start to run multiple campaigns. Now, next is uh, the networks. Okay. Now, uh, I have no idea why some people would advise not to leverage these networks, but it's super silly to not take advantage of it. Right. Um, and one of the additional networks, so we got the search network, uh, which are Google partners. And I'm going to show you guys a couple examples of what those are. And then also now this is crazy. Check this out. Now you can actually, uh, maximize getting on YouTube, uh, discover, and then also, uh, they recently just updated this. Now you can actually run Gmail ads with your physical products, right? So again, and these are only shopping campaigns, right? So these aren't text ad campaigns. These aren't GDN, uh, Google Display Network. These aren't like you have to go and run a YouTube ad specifically. Google is going to identify the people that's in the market using these channels, actively looking for your products, and then actually put you in front of them. Super duper amazing. Right. And that's the that's the, the again, that's just the beauty of Google. Right. I'm going to address some more of that stuff later. So just an example of the first uh, power switch. So if you've never ran uh, any type of traffic on Google search network. So this is someone that's considered a search partner. Right. Um, and so by checking that power switch off, this allows you to leverage the other websites that are search partners with Google. So this is a website called The Guardian. So if you go to their website, and you see the search bar. Their search bar is actually powered by Google, meaning that when you actually put in something, a search query on their website, Google is actually going to display their results, right? So once again, uh, if someone's looking for an electric fireplace or um, an outdoor swing set or something like that, uh, and they use the search function on this website, you can now get in front of those consumers too as well, even though they're not directly on Google, right? And then here's the example of how you can get, be able to get on YouTube. So YouTube now, uh, specifically for people, again, that are in the market looking for physical products, Google's going to take your products, find those people that are looking at different, you know, uh, videos that can be done uh do it yourself home projects whatever the case is how to put together an outdoor playset you know um and identify those people actually on youtube's network and display your products too without you having to you know be super fancy and learning how to run as directly on the channel they're actually going to get you exposure to that when you check off that other power switch right so super duper cool now let's get into the fun stuff, the campaign creation. Oh my gosh, like let's get to it. So before we get into like the structure, right? Um, I want you guys to understand a couple of things. Now I'm not gonna read everything on your screen here um, because that's a, that's a lot of information. I got a couple of bullet points and paragraphs, uh, not a paragraph, but a lot of bullet points. So again, if you listen to this audio, make sure that you uh, go to YouTube and uh, watch this directly, right? Uh, because a couple things that I want to address is number one, in terms of our bidding strategy, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, select maximize clicks, and then there's going to be a time when we select manual, right? Um, but what you don't want to do is you don't want to test it, touch any of the other options that are in there. So, for example, enhanced CPC, accelerated bidding, smart goals, don't touch any of those things uh, because uh, the short version, let me give you an example, for example, enhanced CPC. When you have a brand new account and brand new campaigns and there is no data, okay, on your account, the example like for uh, for enhanced CPC, what that does when you check that, right, 
you relinquish your control over your CPC and you give that over to Google and you say, enhance this, right? So again, if there's no pre-existing data, Google has to now guess and figure out what to actually charge you per click. Now, I say it like that and I hope you can start to understand this. So for example, if the, the niche market that you're going into, the average CPC is $2 per click, right and let's say you hypothetically only want to spend 30 cents a click and that's what you put into your account but you have that little checkbox now google can charge you up to two dollars to get you that click when they could have potentially got it to you at 30. you, you see what i'm saying so don't use those there's going to be a time and a place and again when we get into campaign and scaling i'm going to sh uh, share and identify when it is that you do that right so once again just read the other stuff that i have on here uh because uh, ultimately our our goal right is to start off with the bidding strategy of maximize clicks um and then we're going to switch to manual and i'm gonna explain when we do that and then we're going to scale up our bids uh and daily budget based off of performance right so it's getting the data and then as the data starts to come in obviously you start to get the impressions you start to get the clicks you start to get the sales when you i start to identify the things that are working now we can start to uh to increase that budget right so the 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 whole goal of that is it's going to make it much easier to win this way while having great cpas right so uh, along with that remember how we talked about managing your campaigns previously before um this is more details right we talked about the campaign priority which are the power switches right now there there's the management of your negative keywords okay so there's a lot of different options on how you can manage your negative keywords but i want to keep it real simple for you guys right um there's what's called exact match and phrase match so what happens is as google starts to display you because remember how i told you google's going to get you in front of people that are actively looking for your products right so the only thing you have to do at that point is just tell Google what not to display you for, right? And that's what's called the negative keywords, right? So they're gonna start to show you the words and phrases that people are putting in, like actively putting in the system, guys, and show you, and now we just tell them what not display us for, right? And so uh, the beauty about that is when you leave the search terms in there, they just continue to get you in front of more and more of that audience uh, and or the variations of the terms that are relevant to that. But also, as you turn things into negative keywords, you just tell Google not to display you for that. Um, and there's different ways to uh, to talk to Google and tell them how to do that. Right. And we're going to we're going to go through that uh, separately here. Right. So uh, specifically with running out shopping as like we talked about the exact match and phrase match but this is what it actually looks like and what you'll need to do in order to actually uh get google to identify you know what you want to do with the negative keywords when you put a term into uh a, around a bracket right um that's going to tell google hey don't display me for this exact term all right but then to the opposite if you use what's called phrase match right you would put quotations around either the keyword or phrase and then google will actually identify all the words and phrases that are within that bracket and never display you for that term, right? So I'm gonna show you a couple examples of that here. So let's say hypothetically, you have a website where you're selling snowboards, right? And let's say you notice that you're, obviously you're getting traffic and things for like your other snowboards, but you notice that when people put in the term like best snowboards for 2019, that you know, you've gotten a thousand clicks, no one's converting, guess what i'm gonna show you guys how to get google to give you all that data and you're just like man i'm paying for this term and nobody's buying anything so what you can do is you can take that phrase and put it around put it in brackets and say hey google don't display me for this phrase because guess what you still want the other traffic right you still want all the other traffic especially for your other snowboards and other snowboard related products but it's just that phrase is not converting and you put that in brackets and you're good to go right now you'll never get displayed for that phrase now let's say uh to the opposite um you start to know notice that your brand liquid force it has terrible margins you're running traffic forward no one's really converting you're just like you know what like i just I, I i just don't want to run traffic for this anymore right so what you can do is you can put uh in this case uh we use the example liquid force which is a snowboard brand we can put liquid force into quotations and then now it will never display you for any word or phrase that's in the quotations, right? 
super duper awesome, super duper powerful. Because let's say, for example, uh, starting off, like you don't really want to compete with, you know, big companies or maybe you just don't want to compete uh, with, you know, certain competitors. Right. So let's just say, for example, we already know the big elephant in the room is Amazon. Right. So anyone that's looking for an Amazon product, you don't want to compete with them. So now you can put Amazon into quotations. And guess what? Now you're going to get the algorithm to only look for people that are in the market looking for your products minus any word or phrase that's dealing with the, the word Amazon, right? So super duper amazing because you can now weed out all that traffic. So here's an example of a generator store where, again, we're getting traffic from multiple different terms, right? So you can see here, like some people are putting in serial numbers. Some people are putting in uh, like exact style generators. So uh, with this example, right, we were getting a lot of traffic for obviously like uh, different terms and phrases in terms of our generators. But what we noticed was when someone put in thousand Coleman generator, it just wouldn't convert. Right. So what we did was we turned that into a phrase match. So now anyone that puts in thousand Coleman generator, because those just were not converting, we don't want any more of that traffic. Right. But to the opposite, again, right, like we were getting conversion pretty well with the brushless generators. So what we noticed was that when someone put in a thousand watt brushless generator, the, the traffic was just, it was just not popping. <laughs> right. So we were just like, all right, when someone puts in the other variation, like, you know, thousand watt, um, you know, brushless generator, you know, uh, the wall, right. Like those were converting all the other phrases were converting, but this one in particular was not converting. So we put that into uh, brackets and that again, gave us the ability to put it as an exact match, right? So uh, now let's get to the fun stuff. So now you've learned, you know, how to like manage everything, understanding, you know, how to like actually get it all started and all that good stuff. Now we got to create these campaigns, right? So again, what we're going to do is first create a campaign with all of our products, right? Um, and when you go to start the campaign, what you're going to do is you're going to select uh, smart campaign with the goal of website traffic. Then you're going to choose maximize clicks. And then we're going to segment the campaign down with the product cascade, which is simply, essentially we are going to uh, segment everything all the way down to the exact product level so we can see the overall performance of all of our products, right? And then from there, we're just monitoring the phrases that are coming through, right? And consistently turning the non-relevant terms to negative keywords right or things that we see that's getting a lot of tr uh, uh clicks and traffic but just not converting and then uh at the through all of that our ultimate goal is to identify which products are converting like what are the winning products uh because then we're going to want to take those and create their own separate campaign but let's go ahead and walk you guys through that exact setup so i just gave you the ver verbal uh perspective let's uh, like take a visual look right so uh, again this is uh, this is what's going to happen when you get into your Google Ads account, right? Uh, we're going to have the goal of website traffic, maximize clicks, and then you're going to put in like your CPC. Me personally, I'm the person that likes to start low and kind of work my way up. So um, I typically start off at 20, 30 cents per click um, and then just kind of move it up from there, right? Based off of performance. And then remember that power switch we talked about? Welcome back, power switch. <laughs> so we're going to set the campaign priority as high, right? And then now what's going to happen, there's going to be a segment where it gets to your ad group, but you just, you know, uh, just put in the name, the ad group. Uh, and then the last step, once you click confirm, is going to bring you here. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to click uh, this little button right here that says add subdivision. OK, uh, super important because it's kind of funny because uh, it doesn't display by default. So when you get to the screen, you're like, where the heck is this button that Ernest talked about? Uh, you actually have to hover. Uh, like right around here beside where it says all products and then it's going to say add subdivision. Okay, so click that little plus button and then it's going to bring it to another screen. Okay, uh, in this screen, it's going to say, how do you want to subdivide? Okay, so what we're going to select is we want to subdivide by item ID. So what this allows us to do is it allows us to grab all of our products and the item ID is actually going to be the SKU number from your products on your, on your particular store, right? Um, it's so you select this little blue check mark. Everything will show up here on the right hand side. Then you want to click save without editing bids, right? Because we don't need to edit the bids because we're going to assign the same bid to everything initially starting off. Um, and then now it's just to watch the performance of everything, because what happens is when we add that subdivide, we can now see all of our products. And as you can see here, we can see the performance of everything that's kind of happening. Like you can see, here, I got one product that is killing it. Right. So. Um, this is going to allow us to have full control over uh, the entire process of managing our, our products, right? And then remember how I told you guys about those negative keywords again? So on the left-hand side, right, once we 
have all of our products and stuff subdivided eventually what's going to happen is uh you click on keywords on the left and then you're going to have a, a column that says negative keywords and then search terms okay um and then as you start to convert your search terms to negative keywords, this is where where and what it's going to look like. Right. So you can see here on this particular store, there was like traffic I was getting for like LG, Panasonic, um, where we weren't selling those particular products. So we needed to put those as negative phrase matches so they didn't get shown. Right. So, again, as you start to notice which products and stuff are winning, now what we're going to do is we're going to take our winning product and or winning products. Right. And we're going to create single campaigns for them. Because if we notice that a product is converting, right, and doing really well, you want to do what? You want to get more sales for that product, right? So now what we can do is we're going to switch specifically for that product to manual CPC. So we're now going to go in and we're going to take our average CPC that we were paying when it was in the all product campaign and create its own campaign. Now, here's a nice little hack when you go to do this. Whatever that bu budget is that you have in your normal campaign, double it. Okay, because again, we already know it's converting. You already know how much you're paying to, to acquire customers. You already know what your profit is. So now the goal is just to get more sales, right? <laughs> so let's double that budget. Let's double down, baby. Um, let's put that average CPC in there. And then all we're going to do, again, from a management perspective, we're just doing the same thing that we were doing before monitoring the search terms and phrases that are coming in and just convert them into negative keywords for terms that aren't relevant or things that we notice aren't uh, performing well, right? And now, remember that enhanced CPC that we talked about earlier? When do I turn it on? What do I take advantage of it? So this is when you're gonna do that specifically inside the winning product campaign. You can turn on this power switch um, at this point because now, guess what? Google already knows how much you're spending on average. And when done this way, uh, from my experience of, again, thousands of accounts that I've seen, thousands of people around the world. Um, when this is done, once the data is there and you've already had at least 30 sales like I have here on my screen, the likelihood of it going extreme, again, from like 30 cents to $3 or $5 or something per click, lower significantly. In, in most cases, Google's gonna stay roughly about 30, 40% around whatever that average CPC is that you were paying before, right? But again, it does have a really nice ability, but you have to wait until you get data on your account. For those that are super phenomenal Facebook advertising people, you're familiar with making sure that the AI uh, you know, gets enough data and, you know, starts to warm up your pixel initially. It's the same process with Google. We got to warm that pixel up and get a lot of data on the account before we start turning on other accelerated features, right? So for those of you that are super duper brand new, you're like, holy crap, Ernest, what the heck did we just do? <laughs> right? So what we did was we created a campaign that has all of our products, right? And we chose the specific settings that I told you because that's going to allow us to accelerate our exposure on the shopping network while also lowering our risk of paying higher CPAs, right? Because our goal is, you know, at the end of the day is to, you know, get as many sales with the least amount of spend as possible, right? Um, and then along with that, we've created single product campaigns that uh, we're doing manual bidding for, right? Because inevitably through this whole entire process, we have now forced Google to send us traffic that has a much higher likelihood to convert with clearly targeted campaign types because we've now again continue to feed our negative keywords into the system which again every time you do that you optimize the algorithm says hey google don't find me that go find me this hey google don't find me that go find me more of this right because inevitably what you don't convert into a negative keyword google just keeps uh identifying the other terms and phrase phrases for the people that are already looking for your product right um, and so again, just a couple of results of like what happens when you really master this, uh, you know, camp uh, campaign process. Like again, you can see here, particularly like I spent five hundred and thirty-five dollars, and I got forty-one conversions. Now you already saw, you know, um, you know how much I'm I'm getting per conversion with this particular campaign and this product. I was um, the average. Um, Average order value of this particular product was only $700. Again, I always like to keep full transparency and stuff with you guys, right? But you can see here on $500 of spend, I got in front of 1.5 million people. Like absolutely bananas, <laughs> right? With a 2% conversion rate on a high ticket product. Like some absolutely crazy, insane stuff um, that you're able to do. Now, 
some some people again they wonder like Ernest, why are you such a Google advocate? Like, why do you recommend Google versus Facebook? And again, I know you guys love Facebook. Um, I know you guys love Instagram. I know some of y'all love TikTok too, um, and other platforms and other networks and stuff where you can drive traffic. But here's the scoop, right? Especially when you're selling a physical product, is that you can drive customers to your website that have intent on actually purchasing a product versus trying to identify someone that isn't actively ready, right? Remember how I told you guys with the shopping network, your products only get displayed for one of two reasons. Either A, someone's looking for exactly what you sell, or B, they're looking for something extremely relevant. Now you guys know how to like literally force the algorithm to like focus on those people by understanding how to manage your negative keywords, right? And then also, this is my, out of everything really, this is one of my favorite things. And I didn't really understand this concept when I got started like six, seven years ago, but there's no ad creative, <laughs> right? Like you don't have to like split test all these different things and images and like shading and, you know, be a graphic designer or videographer, none of that. Remember I talked about YouTube ads? Like you don't gotta do none of that, right? Literally, once your products get indexed inside of your Merchant Center account, Google does all the creatives for you, right? Like, so you're like, man, should I do a video ad? Should I do a text ad? Should I do a carousel ad? Should I do a photo ad? Google, specifically with the shopping network, once those products get uh, indexed inside of your Merchant Center account, they rotate the creatives based off of the platform for you. So amazing. Right. Um, and then again, as we talked about with managing our negative keywords, right, is we can control the type of person that actually comes to our site. Right. And budget accordingly based on where they're at in the buying cycle. Super duper amazing. And again, this is how you can start to get like crazy, silly, just like ridiculous conversion rates. Like you can see here, 40 percent, 700 percent, 500 percent. Like, again, just stupid, silly conversion rates that you normally wouldn't see. In, in a normal world, and it's only because, again, Google's doing all the heavy lifting for us. It's not that Ernest is a super sharp, sharp or amazing marketer. Uh, don't let me fool you. Like, I'm, I'm not that sharp, okay? It's just Google is doing the heavy lifting for me, all right? Now, as I mentioned, we got a special surprise for you guys. What? <laughs> so, uh, man, you guys have been amazing. Um, I know a ton of y'all have just been awesome. You've been such a great crowd and just such an amazing person listening in. Um, that here's a little treat for you guys, okay? So I know a lot of people want to get you know their their journey kicked off or accelerated with their success of like the physical products that they're selling. So how would you guys like to get a list of like some super hot, amazing niches and products? Would you guys like that? Yes. I'm gonna give myself a golf clap. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Glad to hear it. So all you got to do is just three really, really simple things, right? Just follow me on Instagram. Give me a like, thumbs up on anything that you guys see. That's awesome. Um, join our free Facebook group, uh, Ecom Dropshipping for Entrepreneurs. And then uh, just go to ErnestFs.com forward slash Max Web and uh, just enter in the form there and we'll send it to you over immediately to help you guys accelerate your success. And that Amazing. that is everything. <laughs> I'm all going to Instagram. Here we go. Ernest Apps followed. I love it. Boom. I know. Well, Ernest, bring your camera on. I want to see your uh, beautiful face. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Will do. So let me see here. Let me hit the stop share screen. Cam. Great. Boom. There we go. <laughs> good honestly i mean i know you usually are used to presenting stuff like this on really big stages so it's such an honor for us that you took the time and it's a great way to give back to to the community with with all the all the knowledge so if you don't mind yesterday when we announced the podcast we told our affiliate friends to uh send any questions and you know we got a bunch um, I, I won't hold you for uh, longer than our regular time, but if you don't mind, uh, I'll pull some of the questions. Um, so one here was from Keith and was about spy tools. So for native ads, we use specific spy tools to see what's working and what not. Uh, what about you? Do you ever use like specific tools like spy tools to see what's working and what not? 
Yeah, so um, there's not a ton of spy tools. I use more so uh, tools for gathering data to, just to make like more educated decisions because um, a lot of like what I talked about, like with the shopping network, um, it does Google does a lot of heavy lifting for you, right? Um, right. But just a couple of those tools that are my favorite is uh, Keywords Everywhere. Um, it's a tool that uh, mm -hmm. will give you the data specifically inside of Google, tell you how many people are actively looking for a particular product. So it can help you uh, focus more on like what you want to do to like scale up what you're currently already working on. Or if you're someone that's brand new and like you're trying to figure out what you want to sell or something of that nature, it'll also point you in the right direction. So you're going into a good market with that that has actual demand. Right. Um, and not putting yourself in a bad position. So that's one of them. Um, another tool is Google Trends. I think we're all familiar with Google Trends. Uh, it's amazing because you could tap into that. Again, you could put in your different uh, phrases and terms and then uh, it'll tell you like, hey, what's kind of going on throughout the uh, the marketplace uh, to make sure that you're in a really good position to win um, as well. So uh, those are like two of my top favorite. Um, there are uh, a few other ones that I use just to kind of spy on my competitors to give me insight. Uh, on what's oh, kind of yeah. going on, especially uh, with like applications or if someone's using a specific <laughs> autoresponder that I kind of like or something of that nature. And so that tool is called Build With. Uh, build With, just uh, B U I L D, uh, and I think W I. Yeah, W-I-T-H. Yeah, or Built With. I'm sorry, it wasn't Built With. Built With. So B U I L T W I T H. So Built With. Um, is one of the tools. And then the other tool is called Commerce Inspector. Um, that's a really good tool. Again, uh, it kind of does the same thing with Built With. Uh, but, you know, again, different tools kind of give you a little bit different insight. Um, so that's another one that I really like. And then uh, the other tool I like is uh, Alexa. Dot com. So going to Alexa and I just use the free version because uh, Alexa will give you insight on who your other competitors and stuff are. Uh, who are some of the what are some of the top free, um, you know, keywords and phrases that are driving traffic to your competitors, things of that nature. And then the other tool is called SimilarWeb, um, where, again, it'll help you find and identify other websites that are in the same exact niche that you're currently in or going into and give you just tons of data. So like, um, you know, where are they driving traffic from? What are their top keywords and phrases? What are their, even their top products? Like you can get a ton of data. And again, I just use the, the free version of most of all those tools. So like, you don't got to break the bank uh to, oh, to use these tools either <laughs> that's beautiful and i i completely agree and we actually uh spoke about similar web on a previous episode on native ads so it's exciting to see that the uh, brilliant smart people usually do take advantage of the tools i think they're fantastic and why you know how you said it i mean even the fact that google does a lot of work for yourself that applies to a lot of the traffic we run too right of course you know we put in the work and whatnot but at the end of the day there are so many amazing tools and sources that you can use and you don't have to be in front of the computer every single hour of the day right because that's a big misconception with what we do. People think we are in front of the computer all the time. Uh, well, depends on, on the day of the week, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, another question here. I don't know if you if you can see the, the comment section. I'm going to read it out loud just in case we have friends that are just listening in later. So are the rumors true that Google will follow Apple and limit tracking? So I think at this point, uh, yeah, Apple is just destroying everybody's tracking. Um, and the funny thing is, is that here's the scoop, right? Um, I've always been the person to focus on creating a great offer and experience first and then working backwards from there, right? So if I put myself in a position to have uh, a really great product that I'm selling, like whether digital, service, physical, uh, whatever the case is. And I've done the due diligence. We talked about the spyware tools, right? Seeing yeah. what's, what's going on in the marketplace. You can craft yourself a unique enough offer to, to give you separation from everyone else in the marketplace, right? And then along with that, making sure that I give a really good experience when people actually get 
to whatever my landing page is, right? So like, you know, what happens as soon as they actually land on there? What's above the fold, right? What type of incentives do they see by like wanting to do business with me versus everyone else? Um, and then ultimately just controlling even like post-purchase, what happens? Like, you know, how are you delivering, you know, the messaging to your customers? How are you taking care of them? Um, and so if you focus on experience and, you know, offer first, a lot of the stuff, you know, again, we, we want to know the tracking because it helps us identify what's really working and not working, right? Like th at the end of the day, that's like, that's what the tracking helps us do. Um, so like the attribution, while it is super important for scalability, especially when you're spending thousands of dollars per day, um, you know, again, I focus on like the bottom line, like how many, like it, do I have a good experience for people? Am I getting conversions? Um, and then, you know, from there, you know, uh, doesn't matter. Uh, I, it does matter, but it won't matter as much, um, in terms of, um, you know, where, where the source is coming from and being able to have that attribution information. And then along with that multi-channel marketing now is like, if you weren't doing it, like you better start tightening up. Like if you weren't capturing phone numbers and you weren't doing SMS marketing, you weren't doing email marketing, um, you know, you weren't marketing across multiple channels. You better, you better start, uh, you know, putting those systems in place. percent. <laughs> all, all the opt-in tools that, that you can use, uh, obviously we, we encourage it deeply and, uh, you're right. You know, this is a personal question that I have for you. I asked uh, a few of our friends on the podcast as well. Uh, I mean, we know there were so many huge changes in the world because of COVID, um, from your end with e-com sales, uh, what is the big trend that you noticed? Just uh, as an example, with native ads, we actually saw an increase in uh, customers just purchasing more, right? So initially, we, we thought customers are going to be terrified of shopping, but uh, it really is not like that. So if you look at the dashboards or the stats, customers have been purchasing more and more. Uh, what are you seeing with e-com? Yeah, so uh, two things. Actually, I don't even like to talk about this because this is like some extra game uh, that, you know, you just kind of keep in the back office, right? You don't share too publicly too much. Uh, but one of the things that happened uh, specifically, I know with Google as well as Microsoft, which owns Bing, Yahoo, AOL, DuckDuckGo, is that they actually within their platform even uh, developed a uh, separate, and I don't know how their algorithm determines how to do these listings, but when you're running ads specifically on their shopping networks, they now actually give you free listings on their network. So oh. there was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. So um, not only were they giving out like coupons and stuff for like people that were like, you know, I guess they were kind of, I would say probably loyalty uh, rewards for, for those of us that just kept spending money on ads, but also they carved into their algorithms to now give you free listings. Um, and if you guys are already running traffic on those platforms, I mean, um, I can't remember the exact thing that needs to get turned on off the top of my head. Um, but, you know, just make sure in your account, like, number one, obviously, you have all the compliance and stuff turned on. I think with Google, you just need to turn on surfaces. Um, and then once you turn on and activate surfaces, this now uh, then allows you to kind of get rotated with uh, free listings for free traffic um, and not having all your listings have to be paid for. Um, so, again, I'm going to give you that gem on, on Max Web. Uh, for you guys. So that was one thing from a platform perspective. And then secondly, in terms of like consumers, it was really crazy. Because um, to your point, you thought that most consumers would probably shy back uh, from spending less money. So two things happened. One was the traffic on the internet just like blew up. I mean, mm -hmm. Yep. Anyone that's in one of, and again, I'm not just saying this guys, just to like sound cool. Like anybody that's in one of our private communities, there was not one person that complained about traffic, not one person. Right. We agree. We agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. It was like, um, people just ran to the internet. Like, Oh, they don't have anything to do. Let's go buy stuff. <laughs> Wow. And the, you know, the reason I asked, we have so many new marketers and one of the things that I really, we really love to do. So of course we have our super affiliate friends and people that are already so comfortable making a lot of money online, but then you have so many 
people that want to give this a chance, right? Quit your nine to five and do something online. And it's not just a dream. Like we say this all the time. It's so doable. And we have so many people that are so successful. And I love about our industry that so many friends have that abundance mindset, right? Even you sharing all this stuff for free today. Um, it's kind of just great for people that are thinking about starting out, right? Uh, you don't have to start with native and Facebook. Uh, examples like, you know, Ernest, he is making a lot of money with e-com and GSN. So it's really is possible, you guys. It's, uh, we mean it, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, this no, is a truly. Yep. So I'm, I'm here one from Sam. So what's a good conversion rate to expect on GSN? We're asking this because it's different for Facebook, for native, for email. What about GSN? What's a sweet conversion rate spot? Yeah, I would say um, I don't necessarily look at the conversion rate as much as I look at the ROAS, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be more of, a, especially from a spin perspective, that's what's really going to allow you to uh, kind of tap into knowing and identifying what you should spend more money on or less money on. So looking at the ROAS, which is the return on ad spend, is going to be a better indicator, right? So on average, right, if we look at like platform-wise, um, I know, for example, like with Facebook, if you're getting a consistent three X, right? Like that's solid. Like a three X return on ad spend is pretty solid. Now, again, uh, to the point, like we know, like there's some super affiliates, they're getting like, you know, five X, 10 X, 20 X, right? Yeah. Like they're getting some crazy numbers, right? But the normal, again, good, consistent, uh, once you understand the platform, how it works uh, with Facebook is like three X right now with on the shopping network with GSN starting off, like just going through exactly what I share with you guys. Like you can expect to see a five X to 10 X very conservative, not knowing anything. Okay. Like yeah. truly genuinely. So what that means is for the, like, again, the new person starting off, like, all right, I don't know what ROAS means. Uh, so that means like for, for every dollar that you spend, how many dollars can you get to come back? Right. And so uh, a five X return on that spend means if you spend a thousand dollars, you can expect to have $5,000 come back in sales. Right. Or if you spent a thousand dollars and it was a 10 X, you would be able to get $10,000 back in sales. Right. Um, so again, by looking at that specific indicator, when you start to get to, uh, to like spending money with advertising, that's going to be the core indicator, uh, because the conversion rate, um, like it, it can, it, it varies a lot based off of like industry. It's not necessarily based off a channel per se, right? ROAS is going to be something more, um, you know, simple for you to be able to manage everything, especially no matter what kind of products it is you're selling, whether it's a digital offer, uh, a service-based offer, if you're doing leads in, um, if you're doing, again, selling physical products, again, knowing those numbers, a 3X for Facebook, a 5X for GSN um, is, is what you're expected to make once you start to kind of understand just a little bit of how things work. Beautiful, super helpful. So we'll take just one more and it looks like we have to ask you to come back. So next time maybe we'll do just Q&A so we get to everyone's questions. Uh, but it's a good one. What courses would you recommend? So uh, here what we mean is courses for someone that wants to try uh, working with GSN like Hey, Ernest, can we hit you up and you can be our mentor tomorrow? Kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as I, I kind of got some merch on right here, this is uh, my primary brand, uh, Ecom Masters Club. It's super budget friendly. It's only $47 a month. And our whole goal is just to serve you. So we do live trainings like this like every single week, actually multiple times throughout the course of the week. We have a Google ads training that happens. I come on live personally every single week. Um, and most, in most cases, I usually have a training that I do uh, for something that's new and updated, or I'm just on answering questions for three hours, like literally. <laughs> so yeah, along with that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so there's also a lot of modulated uh, content too. So if you just want to go in and like go more in depth to the strategy that I talked about today, you can learn about mm -hmm. that. If you want to learn about Facebook ads, if you want to learn about Instagram ads, email marketing. Uh, so we have a lot of like small segmented uh, programs to help you get educated. If you're someone that doesn't want to show up to the live sessions every week. Awesome. Well, I mean, obviously our affiliates and our partners know we always invite people that we like and we trust. Um, and I, we would love to add your course to our academy just in case people ever want to, you know, to 
pay extra for any type of knowledge. We always offer like specific, you know, courses they can take. So uh, just as a, a mental note for our PRO after the podcast, we would love to uh, to get a link for it. And maybe our your MaxWeb friends can get a special discount or something. Cool. <laughs> Absolutely. We can put something together for you. I'm, I'm so, so glad you were able to do this. And it looks like we're going to be sharing a stage at Affiliate Summit East. So that's exciting. I will see. I know. I know. I, I It was just confirmed. So I'm super excited. It looks like I'll be seeing you in New York. Uh, we can we can have a live, you know, on, on Insta and uh, do a five-minute hello to everyone when we meet live. But... Uh, for today, thank you again so much for joining us. You are wonderful. And everyone tuning in, please make some time to watch the, the slides because they were so helpful and full of knowledge. And uh, if you want to add anything else, Ernest, I don't know, if you want the people to take one thing from today's podcast, what would that be? Yeah, I would say the, the main thing is, uh, you know, guys, just don't let what can't do. Um, and I don't care where you're at, if you're brand new, just getting started and you're just like, man, there's so much stuff like, you know, what, what can I do? Like, how can I do it? Like the main thing is just focus on uh, the next step. Right. Don't worry about, you know, uh, campaign priorities and, you know, negative keywords or, you know, Facebook ads or Google ads. Don't even worry about that stuff. Like start where you're at and just get to the next step. And if you're someone that's already doing, you know, 50K a month, 80K a month, you're just like, man, I have no idea how to be able to get to 100 to 200K a month. Right. It's just again, just focus on what you can do. And then start to educate yourself on those next steps because I promise you, like, you can get there. Whatever your dream, your goal, whatever you envision for your life, whatever you want that to look like, I can promise you without a doubt because I've been someone that's been able to, to, again, just come from very humble beginnings and now been able to just be flown around the world to speak at events and, you know, be able to have successful businesses that, you know, run pretty well. Um, that, I mean, every small thing that I envisioned that I would potentially get one day uh, has now been able to become a reality. So um, it doesn't matter where you're starting at. It doesn't matter where you're at right now, but whatever it is that you want for you, your family and your life to look like, you can 100% get it and go after it. So definitely plug into all the resources that MaxWeb has available for you. Uh, Cause I know that they really go all in on making sure that you guys have a phenomenal platform and that you guys are getting phenomenal resources and tools uh, to empower yourself. So don't take that stuff for granted, right? Like uh, I know their entire team is really putting a lot of effort into helping people win and succeed. So don't take that for granted. Plug into all the resources that they have available and make sure that you just keep being persistent and consistent and you'll be able to achieve whatever you're looking for. So great. Thank you. And now I have to follow that, which is very tough. Uh, I'll just add that I love you guys so much. I love you, Ernest. This was fantastic. It's always the energy. I, it's, it's impossible to explain into words how... <laughs> Ernest energy is when you see him live. It's just fantastic. And you were able to transmit that today uh, for all of us. And we really appreciate you. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And we will send you a link with a podcast so you can watch it again later. And uh, just have a wonderful day. And yes, yeah, so log into Facebook and YouTube. Our Academy is going to be live soon. And you're going to have even more resources and case studies and just courses that you're going to be able to use. So Take advantage of all that. We love you and have a wonderful day. Bye.